Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. All right, welcome. Here we are, our first uh, our first Influent Live show of 2018, and we're here with some very special guests and. Uh, uh, I am so pumped about this show because our heart is to launch everyday Christians to be effective in their everyday life for Jesus. And uh, so we're, we're super pumped and have a great show and a great season lined up for you this, uh, this year. So uh, let me introduce our guests and my co-host here. So this is Kelly. Kelly Genowick. And yes. Kelly, Kelly was a, um, a uh, you were the... You, Miss Canada, yeah. you won. Yeah. Miss Canada, that's quite an accomplishment. Right. But it's such an interesting story because the Lord really sent you there yes. to do it. On assignment. On assignment. Mm-hmm. And um, she has such a heart for the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so excited about this year and how God has just brought together passionate, like-minded people who see the marketplace and missions as one. I, uh, when God called me out to be a speaker and to do marketplace ministry, I saw more of the power of God than I did in mm-hmm. church. Now, I love church and mm-hmm. I love the gathering together of the saints, but I saw God move in mighty ways. And so um, I see 30 In years, the beauty industry. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Women getting saved and, and finding yeah. Christ in everyday moments of and, life. And we're going to dive in. We're going to have a yeah. whole show. We're going to interview you and get the whole scoop. And I can't wait for that. Yes. And Amber McCool. Yes. So wonderful last name. And Amber <laughs> is, is, uh, is the director of Influent and has such a heart for this. I mean, she's really given her life to ministry and the marketplace ministry. Yeah, so I love, I I come from a missions background for about three years and then now being launched into the marketplace and working even behind the scenes in equipping people in the marketplace and Christians particularly in the marketplace to excel, succeed, and see that as their mission field. And that's, that's really my heart is to see people capture their gifts, even their spiritual gifts, their talents that they have and skills, and use that in the marketplace. You want both, right? You want both to come together, right? Let's do the ministry stuff, and let's do the marketplace stuff, and let's do them both in the same human body at the same time. Yes, I I totally agree. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Ben Frazier, my eldest son. Yes. So fun you're able to to join us. And Ben, Ben embodies this this marketplace ministry because you were full-time ministry guy yep and then became a banker yep <laughs> and a finance <laughs> very guy. different so you have a huge heart for yeah definitely for so I'm, I'm very excited for this ministry for this message uh, my journey was really engaging in the marketplace and not feeling like I was really impacting the world for God but he's really transformed that in my heart and excited for that for other people as well so very cool Mm-hmm. So, as we move forward with this show, Bob, you have dug a well for 30 years, and we're, you're kind of the, the stake in the ground here, and we want to engage your testimony tonight and um, hear more of your heart about what is Marketplace Ministry, what is behind this 
30 plus years of running passionately for God in a secular world um, and seeing him come alive. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> so uh, you are super passionate. You've written a couple books about marketplace Christianity and in in your writings, you talk about your passion for God and how you thought you were going straight into ministry and then God kind of moved you into the marketplace. So we just want to hear about, it's been 16 years and how, how that all took place. Yeah, well, and, and it's interesting because I grew up atheist um, in a non-Christian home and get <laughs> radically saved at Berkeley. And, um, and then, you know, uh, you know, I mean, there is a God, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, and then all I wanted to do was do ministry, and because it, I don't know where that thought comes from, right? It's like if you're fired up for God, you have to do the ministry. Where where does that thought come? I mean, I don't know. It was in the air or something, but mm-hmm. I knew that you had I had to be a pastor or a missionary or something radical. I certainly couldn't be a computer scientist, which was what I was doing. I was you know top of my class in Berkeley's computer science program, but I'm like, no, I gotta I gotta quit this. You know, <laughs> with like one quarter left, right? With one quarter left to go <laughs> in the top of my class, top degree in my field, and I'm like, who wants that? You know, you know that's you know God doesn't care about computers. It was my thought. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm too radical for that. You know, and uh, so you know, you know, how far do you want me to go in the story here? You know, uh, show us, tell us what what was the turning point for you? How did God convince you that? marketplace was ministry what what launched you into that well first he forced me into the marketplace <laughs> against my will <laughs> right how many of you had that you know that that testimony you know a lot of the a lot of ministry guys get kind of squeezed out into mm. the marketplace and i was just looking for ministry and uh just the ministry doors kept shutting you know to put a long story short and you can read the book for more for more insight you know in my story but but um ended up starting this business in, uh, in Kansas City in 95. And, uh, um, and I really had no vision for business at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just, I'm like, I, I actually, I loved computer programming was the funny thing. <laughs> I was really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I really kind of liked the idea of business and entrepreneurialism and doing, st- I just had that kind of chip to, mm-hmm. you know, do startup stuff and pioneer. Mm-hmm. But I didn't connect it to God, like, it seemed irrelevant. Like, how does that fit in God? How does that fit in God's plan? Where is that in the Bible? You know, so I was really conflicted. And, um, and but this business kept being just blast and growing. I mean, I raised $44 million in venture capital, and we ended up having 300 employees. I, I became the fastest growing business in the Midwest region of the, in, of the United States in the late 90s. So this thing was just really blessed. But as it was growing, I'm more, I'm more in pain, really. <laughs> Because, because I'm thinking, I, I don't get this. I don't even want to do this. I really want to be a pastor, you know. And God, this doesn't matter to you. Business doesn't matter, mm. right? I mean, and, um, and finally, it, when it clicked is when I, when I, when I said, um, when I said, well, God, okay, I don't know how this matters, but if you'll show me how it matters, I, I will do it with my whole heart mm. to you. And it was then that we actually had started, a move of God started in the business. And I, again, I, I write this in my book a little bit, tell some of the stories. But in the business, you know, what do I mean a move of God? Now, it was just a secular business. It was a normal, secular environment with all the, you know, the, the gory and ugly and 
good of all of that, but uh, um, but we started having people giving their lives to the Lord. We had customers giving their lives to the Lord. We had spontaneous prayer meetings ha- happening and worship meetings and and uh, I mean and I didn't design any of this. Yeah. It just started happening, you know. And, and really, the presence of God started being in this in this business. You know, I had people come and you know sit in my lobby. I had one guy come sit in my lobby for half an hour waiting for a meeting with me, came into the meeting and said, what is it about this place? (laughs) I said, what do you mean? I was was just on a different wavelength, and he said, I said, what do you mean? He says, it's just so different here. Everything is different. He he couldn't put into words what was different. And so I realized that it mattered. I still, it still took me a long time to figure out, you know, how it mattered Mm -hmm. and how, how, you know, God wants to be there in this place. So that merging between the, the sacred and the secular were no longer separate identities, but one. It, it, it mm-hmm. took a while, but it started, to, it started to happen where I started to realize that, wait a minute, this, this was a better place to be. This was mm-hmm. actually, I was actually reaching, reaching people, mm-hmm. you know, and actually engaging with, with you know, unbelievers and uh, and and I and I saw I saw Christians who were being launched who were able to buy houses and being launched in their career paths. That literally today they're still in these career paths, you know. And um, you know I, I hired an HR director who was a pastor. Pastors make the best HR directors, you know. <laughs> they do surprise, you know. And um, today still making six figures in, a, in HR direct, as an mm-hmm. HR director, mm-hmm. you know. You know, Ben, jump in and tell tell your story here because yeah. You know? Yes, yeah, so it's kind of similar. I uh, I did the uh, an internship at the House of Prayer in Kansas City, and um, really kind of got touched by the Lord. And so afterward, I mean, you got majorly touched. Majorly it touched. Was it was, it was a really a 180, 180 for me. degrees. Yeah, and, and and kind of consequently thought that the only real way to really passionately serve God was was in kind of that context of worship and prayer. And, and so I was on full-time staff. I was a worship leader. I was a singer. And, and you loved and, it. And, and I, you were actually really it, yeah. gifted in music. Yeah. And love it. You were very, very talented and enjoyed it, and it touched your heart. Yeah. So I, I loved it. It was kind of the main way I communed with the Lord and, and really had a, had a you know deep uh, connection there. But mm-hmm. after a while, it started to, I just started to feel this kind of discord in my heart where I knew I wasn't really doing what I was supposed to be doing. And at that point, I didn't have much vision for anything else other than just worship <laughs> and prayer because that was the only thing I, I knew of how you could be passionate for God. Mm-hmm. And so after about a year, he, he called me very specifically to go uh, to school and to get a business degree. And it sounded kind of cool, and, but it was just kind of this big leap of faith. And well, you really had no clue what even I, that was. I had no clue. I, I did, had no vision to go to college um, really at, at any point. And, wow. And so it was just kind of this really divine uh, path the Lord set. And as I started doing it, I loved it. And it was, I was good at it and it's enjoying it and really sewing into education. And um, so it, it, was, it was kind of, like you said, you love computer programming. I really enjoyed it, but I also still felt like I wasn't really loving the Lord. I was putting all this time and energy into, into my studies and, and school, but it was still this kind of like, Lord, do you really like this? Is this really worthwhile, worth doing? Um, but I knew I was supposed to be there, so kept kept doing it. And, and so it's really kind of been this journey for me from um, knowing that what I'm doing in the marketplace is impactful to the Lord. And and so you know, fast forward into into the marketplace as I'm working, and 
Um, now, but pause, because yeah. you, you were a little uncomfortable. At oh, oh, yeah. At the, at the first, right? Yes, yeah, definitely. Because so, the bubble, right? Yeah, so I was definitely in a Christian bubble <laughs> and um, go, going to, to college and University of Kansas, which is known as a party school, was definitely a big culture shock. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was, uh, you know, I was living in kind of a dormitory type type situation and um, it was it was they, very they, they weren't different. all living holy lives. Were they? <laughs> they were not. <laughs> they were not believers, and it was it was so funny looking back because I was so shocked that they were you know sinning, and it's like <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, uh, I remember you saying like that's what that's what unbelievers I, do, you know? Yeah, you but, were you you were pretty you were pretty like freaked out and yeah. like uh, and you're gonna really kind of get you know. Yeah, you know, and, and I yeah. said, so you're hating the sinners now, are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of the, the religious spirit came out a little bit. I had, had to work through that, and and so kind of this this whole culture shock in and really just perspective and paradigm shift of I just didn't have a lot of value placed on engaging in in the work in in, in the education, um, but continued to work hard at it and do well at it, and then you know. The, even the past few years, it's still been a struggle um, because it's like, Lord, is this really valuable to you? But but He has completely shifted my perspective, and um, mm-hmm. and I I find as much and probably more joy now in the place of of work and doing excellent work and doing it for Him than I would in in worship or prayer times wow. with Him. And it's wow. it's so yeah, you enjoy. Going to work and trying to get work as 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 much or more as yeah. sitting in this glorious, awesome yeah. place, yeah. the sweet place. Of yeah, the it is. Yeah. And and I I love worship, and that's that's one of the main ways I commune with the Lord. But it's 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 been this this process and this um, path the Lord's led me to commune with Him and let my work be worship yes. to Him and let let what I do and how I do it as this excellence and I want to be the best at what I do because I want to honor him in it and I just feel his pleasure all the time because I know wow. that he's so honored by the way that I'm, I'm, I'm doing it and so it's, it's been this, this really cool place of a, just a shift and just the settledness of I know I'm supposed to be in the marketplace you know and I have people that, that know I was a worship leader and singer and they ask me how do you miss doing worship and, and part of me you know, there's, there's a part that just loves the creative side <laughs> but sure. at the same time it's no, I am so excited and engaged in what I'm doing. I wouldn't want to be doing anything else right now. This is exactly where the Lord has me, and I'm meeting Him here as much as I ever have anywhere else. That's nuts. Yeah. Mm. And and talk about, I mean, you're engaging. You like being around unbelievers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, so my most recent job was at a bank, and um, a lot of the people that I worked with were kind of younger, uh, mostly guys, and... You know, they were sinners. <laughs> so, so the conversations were and definitely... sinners sin. Sinners okay. sin. It's, it's, a, it's a shocking revelation, you know, newsflash. <laughs> and uh, and uh, at this, this time, I wasn't as shocked by it. And, and the Lord had really been training me. And yeah. a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of it's just insecurity, and they're trying to be cool. And so they try to do things to, you know, get people to think they're cool. And so they, they either come into my office and just tell things they're doing or things, and I'm like, just not having any of it, and, <laughs> and my, my goal is always not, not to not to bash them or tell them what they're doing is wrong, but just to call them higher and be like, you know, you should really be doing that, you know, or what if you, you know, do this instead, or just just little things where the Lord had these conversations, and I could see in their hearts that they were they they, they saw something in me, and they were hungry, and they wanted more, and and, and had lots of conversations, and and 
Um, but you're but you're honoring them. Yeah, loving, but loving them. them. You're I mean, serving them and helping them advance in their career. Yeah, you're you're you're. Yeah, you're not my, Bible my, banging. No, right? not at all. Because because my heart really w loved them. I wanted them to to know the Lord, and and knowing that if I you know, didn't have the path I had, I would be doing the same thing, trying to trying to mm. you know fill these shoes or whatever. And mm. so it's it's really. Um, is cool because that, that this kind of revelation as I've kind of transitioned to to a new job um, is I'm not around as many unbelievers and my heart actually misses this. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I miss these guys that I can I can get to share this just right. just being a light around them because it was attractive. I could tell they just walk in just randomly and they just they're hungry. You could sense the hunger wow. for for truth and the hunger for the Lord and and that that's a really fun place to be is knowing knowing you're impacting people and just the way you're living and didn't have the opportunities to to share you know you know one of the one of the hallmarks of your life and i know you pretty well but <laughs> is joy i mean you're yeah. literally the most joyful man i've ever known in the earth and always a song always it doesn't matter really what's going on right yeah it, you just there's always kind of this bubbling forth of joy and it was it's been that way ever since the internship yeah, yeah. I mean, really i've i don't think i've seen you angry in you know, nine years or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's amazing. Um, but does that come out in the, at the job and do people? Oh, totally. People yeah. People think, what the heck? I, I can't what stop singing, so I just do it without thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. No, definitely. I, I think that's what's attractive is people, yeah. people see I'm, I'm content. I'm, I'm happy. I have mm -hmm. an amazing family. I love my wife. I love spending time with my kids, you know, and things that are just the world is, you know, kind of uses, you know, secondary or, um, you know, most people aren't very happy, and they wake up and Monday's They're the worst not. day of the week, and they have to go and you know do this for forty hours and just wait, live for the weekend. And it's just a different perspective, well, and people well, you see think that. Think about it. I mean, as mm -hmm. a, as an unbeliever, you have no hope. Mm -hmm. You're you're literally flesh. Mm -hmm. You're nothing more but a blob of cells. It's about to pass away. You know, your life. You have no meaning in your life. Yeah. How can you possibly have true joy? Right. I think if people knew what I have, they would. They would do anything <laughs> yeah. to get it. Yes. They would do anything to feel one day what you know That's what true. I feel my whole life. Yeah, we have a billion dollars available to us. It, it's yeah. I, I we are we are the richest human beings on the planet, and all we got to do is just go shine, mm -hmm. right? And, and we don't have to. We I think we over we over uh, overthink yep. mm -hmm. what we have to do rather mm -hmm. than just go and burn, just go yeah. and be alive. Yeah. You know. Now, as, as we're talking, Ben, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, you say how much you, you're doing it with the Lord and how much you enjoy your job, but yeah. you've had jobs where that wasn't the case. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking of the guys, I'm thinking of people listening yeah. who are saying, I hate my job. And it's horrible, a pit in the stomach. What would you say to a person uh, like I've that? I've had a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those, actually. <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 think it's, uh, I think it's a training ground, really. And I think when I look back on it, it was... It was really what kind of forced me to work out, like, is this really valuable? You know, because if I was a CEO wow. and, and making a billion dollars and I could kind of, mm. you know, rationalize, I'm, I'm making an impact. But, but it really, it was kind of that workout of, mm -hmm. Lord, do you really care if I go the extra mile and make sure that something no one sees is actually done really well? Wow. So you when know, no one's you, looking, right. it doesn't matter. And because you're really hating your job, so you you were you were struggling in your job. So you, you absolutely you had to reach for something to 
to hang your hat on to feel good about and feel right. purpose in. And then the na- the natural sense is, well, if I was doing ministry, then I know I'm, you know, being right. impactful. I know that the Lord likes that. So it's this struggle of this, like, Lord, why am I doing this? I don't I don't want to do this. It's not fun. Number one and number two, if I don't think you like this, I don't think you care about this. But at, through that process, and it was several years. I mean, it was not an overnight thing. It, it never has been for me, but it was several years of just the grind where he's worked out this this communion where now where I'm doing something that I'm more engaged with, I really enjoy, it's really fun. Um, it's it, I also have that communion side of it too where I don't I don't just like do commun- it on my own you strength. Mean communion with the Lord. Yeah. During during work. Yeah. Like like you while you're that? while you're Coming working, you. yeah. while you're doing your job, yeah, communing with the Lord, That's yeah, cool. yeah. Well, wait a minute. I mean, explain yeah. that. Yeah. As, as well, I, I used to think that you had to uh, pray pray in tongues all day long, <laughs> but I learned quickly that you can't. I can't do you two can't things at once. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what most people think. You know, I was like, if I was praying tongues like five hours a day, then I'm really spiritual. But you know, I, I, I think of you know the one of my favorite books of all time is the Practice of the Presence of God uh, and Brother Lawrence, Brother Lawrence, and he says, I found more pleasure peeling potatoes in the kitchen making making food than I did in my prayer times with the Lord. And for me, it's just become this posture. You know, I, I try to when I can, like Lord. I just invite you into this day. I just want to do this for you today and just help me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all, that's all I get in the whole day, but it's just this posture of heart where I just feel it's pleasure. I know he's smiling on me. I know he's He's giving me divine ideas. And when I recognize like, oh, Lord, that was from you. Thank you so much. And recognizing that and thanking him for it and knowing I'm doing it with him. Yeah. I think with that too, it's realizing that God speaks through our day. It's not just mm-hmm. our quiet time, but with mm-hmm. our work and with working with other people and even glancing outside and looking at nature like God speaks through those things and so I think when you change your paradigm to that and invite God into your your work day it's you're more open and receptible to those things yeah you know I I find my like my prayer times my devoted prayer times they are sweet Mm -hmm. but it's more like just the dessert right you know (laughs) and but communing with the Lord at work is like the meat and vegetables you know it's it's not quite as rich sometimes Right. But it's it's different. It's just different. It is. So sometimes you're learning something, but I get incredible joy in sharing something I'm learning with the Lord. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'm weird. You know, I <laughs> probably know I'm weird. Yeah, but just uh, a little bit. A <laughs> good weird. <laughs> <laughs> and the word says that we are. You are the light of the world. So the virtue that shines out of you, yeah. that is light. So we don't have to be weird about trying to be some Bible banger, like no. you're just naturally, just even now as you share, the virtue of God flows mm-hmm. out of you yeah. um, that empowers people. We've made people. it hard. Yeah. We've made it hard. And yeah. we don't have to, we don't have to be. I mean, this this ministry is called Influent and it's about just being influential. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and I talk a lot about being reformers, which is impacting the planet for good, but you know, it really begins just in your cubicle or just mm-hmm. at your behind the counter, serving where you're just being alive you're just full of Jesus and you just can't help it you're so happy and <laughs> right. and you love people because they're people yeah. that are mm. that are his mm. and and you want to love them and and we've we've made it something different than it than it has to be you know yeah. and uh you know it, it's so powerful it's so powerful yeah. i actually i actually have written a book i've not yet published it <laughs> But it's eight ways to shine the light at work without being weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
and it's just, and this is one of them. It's just practicing the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just being joyful. Just pick one and be joyful. And you don't have to try. I mean, honestly, Christian, we, we have, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's in us. It is. Right? It is there. You just got to, you just got to peel the layer back so it can get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Jesus is full of joy. And not religious. And not, and it's not, nothing, there's nothing religious about mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. Nothing religious about love. Nothing, nothing religious about patience and kindness and goodness and faith and, and humility and self-control. Nothing religious about those. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one of the things I, I think we've missed. We, you know, we've made the gospel unattractive. Mm-hmm. But Jesus was winsome. Mm-hmm. I mean, winsome means desirable, handsome. You wanted to get to know this guy. Mm-hmm. And we should be the most winsome people around that people want to be around us. And honestly, it's just by the fruit of the Spirit alone yeah. makes you winsome. Makes you winsome. You know? Yeah, because there's the feeling of true empowerment on the other side of yeah. that, of feeling truly loved for who you are, um, not having to do a set of rules. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is why, you know, one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this message. Yeah. I'm so passionate about this message. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's more than a concept to me. It's more than a book. It's more than a ministry. You know, let, let all this stuff fall to dust. It doesn't matter. What, what matters is, is, is seeing people stepping into their calling. Hmm. And I look at, I, I think there's so many people. I mean, you know, in the book, I, I give a statistic that 97% of, of the human race is not called to full-time vocational ministry. And that's just mm-hmm. numbers. That's just math. You can do the math and that's the math. <laughs> and but the rest of us, how do we matter, mm-hmm. right? Okay, writing a check, good, let's write checks. But is that it? We're just, we're just a checkbook? Mm. You know, no, 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 no. We are holy vassals, right? And it's not just when we, when we stop what we're doing, go to missions, we go, we go to church. No, it's all day, every day. And, mm. and I feel like the body of Christ has been robbed of something mm. precious and amazing. And 97% of the, of the body of Christ is just not operating in their power alley. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they don't get their reward. They don't get the reward yeah. that they should have before God, the eternal reward, right? For this practice <coughs> joy. And then and then God loses because of all the things he invested in us that he's not reaping. You know? And then the kingdom loses because here the light is not being shined, right? Because because people are simply disengaged at work and they're trying to get out. They're trying to stop work. They're trying to get away from it. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so it is. I am. I am passionate about this message that that God gets everything that He invested in us, and that mm-hmm. that the the body of Christ, the great part of the body of Christ, actually gets activated mm-hmm. in this calling in this ministry. It is. It's. It just. I just can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop praying for it. I can't stop. You know. Um, Dreaming that this will happen one day, that the, that the great army of God, the great body of Christ will wake up and start to just engage and stop trying to get somewhere else. Yeah. You know, you know, your, yeah. your, your field is, is where your feet are, your field of ministry. Mm-hmm. And your flock is the people in your midst, right? Mm-hmm. And there may be another field, another flock mm-hmm. someday. But today, this is it, right? Your neighbors, your, your, your coworkers, your customers, mm-hmm. right? So I have a question for you. Yes. So as a father um, and someone who just carries this so passionately, what would you say to the people that feel unimportant in the workplace or feel weary wow. or even yeah. feel like they're the bottom of the barrel? 
what would you say to them to encourage them? Bottom of the barrel, like just like they're not just they're not making not a difference platform. or they're not, they're the, the, the bottom rung that's doing the worst jobs and stuff. Behind the scenes. Yeah. You know what? It's the sweetest place. It is the sweetest place to do something only for the Lord. Mm-hmm. It really is. When no one else is looking, right? Colossians three twenty two through 24 says, Slaves, op- employees, obey your bosses in everything, not only when, the, when they're looking at you and to, to get mm-hmm. their favor, but as unto the Lord, do whatever you do work as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine just taking that. It's what, it's what Ben was saying, how yeah. he did. It's just taking that, that place and turning it to a love offering. Mm-hmm. It is so sweet. And yeah, I don't, I don't think people, all, you don't feel. I, I think a lot of times you first, you don't feel the presence and you don't feel impact, like you're making the impact. And I would say, you know, grind it out. Mm-hmm. You know, grind it out. Just go find the presence of the Lord and know that it's going to matter. And if you can find the joy, you're going to find that place. You know, what would you say to that question, Ben? Yeah, I would, I would agree with all of that. I think it's... Um, it is a wrestle and it is a process, and I think the Lord uses that. And so, it's it's something that He needs to work in us. Um, also, a lot of, lot of times when you're in the marketplace, you have to start at the entry level positions. Is something you just have you can't mm-hmm. avoid. You have to do. And when it does get better, if you keep working hard and you keep you know excellence, you know right. being excellent and, and doing your best. But at the same time, it's the Lord sees little things and He He sees it all and. And as you invest in that and, and believe that, he, he will, I think he'll encounter you there. He, he gives us those, those hidden places sometimes, right? Where mm-hmm. it's the same in ministry too. You just, you get, you go to overlooked and it's mm-hmm. like, you've got to decide what you're going to do. And the Lord is looking at your heart. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it does, the, the Bible says that he who is skilled in his work will stand before kings. So mm-hmm. practice excellence. Yeah. Yeah. Become amazing at what you do. And maybe, the, you know, look around for, ask Lord, why are you here? And, and figure out a purpose. Mm. Figure it, tie it to yeah. a purpose. Okay, maybe it's just to be a minister to a guy, your coworker. Maybe it's to learn an excellent craft and to be excellent at something and that's going to matter later. Yeah. You know? Mm. Heidi Baker says, I love the one in front of me. The one in front of me is my mission. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, well, Ben, we, we honor, we love your testimony, and it would be so fun to have you <laughs> kind of close us out and just kind of a blessing prayer. I mean, we've all yeah. just been overflowing, but, um, you know, every, every voice counts yeah. behind the scenes, in front. So why don't you wrap us up? Sure. Yeah, Lord, we just, we thank you, Lord, that you do care, Lord, about what our assignments in the marketplace, that you are with us, Lord, that you are you see even even the challenging circumstances even where we're not you know fully engaged and it's it's hard and it's a grind or we have a bad boss lord you you see it and you know it lord and you're using it all to lead us and we just thank you that would you you give value to everything we do if, if we just change our heart if we just change our perspective lord and believe that you uh you see the the little movements of our heart lord and that you are honored by it that you are you receive it as a beautiful offering of praise and worship lord and we thank you for that and we ask just for new revelation lord new perspectives new paradigms lord just to to go forth and, and to in, encounter people's hearts in jesus name amen. amen so let's make our day amazing let's make our week amazing let's Let's get a hold of God in everyday life. And if you're finding yourself 
in the marketplace. Maybe that's where you're supposed to be, right? <laughs> you know? And maybe the Lord has a big plan. And so let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's engage 100% in our in our in our life let's give everything we have the bible says whatever you do work with all of your heart all whatever you do give it you know if we just did this one verse you know i think we would win completely so let's give it to the lord amen all right god bless you we'll see you next time